ってる Hey everybody, welcome to the Bourbon Podcast. You know, in this episode, we're going to have a little news, a few reviews, and of course, a lot of booze. As always, your co-hosts, Joe and Kyle, and I'm Ben. Thanks for joining us. You know, we have a special guest today, Nadia, from the land down under, right? Yes. Can't wait. Absolutely. I mean, all the way here. Yep. Uh, now, if you don't recognize her first name, you're going to recognize her Instagram account. One of the most popular uh, accounts on Instagram, A Girl Tasting Whiskey. If you're not following, you definitely should, A Girl Tasting Whiskey. She is, uh, she's from Australia. She's actually in America right now on a, was it, a month-long tour? This is a pilgrimage. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you it's can't call it. a whiskey pilgrimage. It's not a sabbatical because yeah. I think she's working. Right. But it's, right. yeah, like, good for her. Well, she's crushing it. She's crushing on social media. She is, uh, you know, she's a, a kick-ass female in the bourbon world. She's in Kentucky right now, and then um, I guess she's going to be here another 10 days or so and then heading back. She's drinking straight from the barrel at Bardstown. I haven't had straight from the barrel anywhere, much less Bardstown, Joe. Yeah, that Bardstown Barrel Company, they're doing so many creative things with their blending, and so... Not know, to mention that just the facility is yeah, gorgeous. It's massive. It's a beautiful well, facility. Kyle, Those guys have killed yeah. it. Kyle, see, you it, need to reach out to them and see if we can record an episode of Bourbon Podcast at Bar. I'm sure we can. Telling. You know, one of our first guests is, is does some business with them, so I'm sure yeah. we can get down there. Indeed well, he does. Maybe Luxco, you know, because it's right across the street. Yeah. And they're doing the old Ezra, and uh, we could probably do that. We are going to be picking a barrel soon in yep. um, at Lux, Lux uh, yep. an old, old Ezra, right? Yep. 15 year. Now, this is only going to be the second barrel I've picked, but like what is like 295 for you guys. <laughs> Joe, yeah, mainly Joe. Joe, that's this year. No 200, comment. 295. Yeah. A special thanks to Nashville that's recording Justin. artist Jenny Teeter for our intro music. I like the intro music. It's awesome. You know, it's I invited amazing. her on tonight. She's playing live. She doesn't have time for us. She's playing live tonight. So uh, you can ja- download Jenny Teeter's Whiskey with me on Spotify. That's our intro song, and I'm going to keep using it until she stops me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. And now I mentioned now the logo is, or the, the motto is, uh, a little news, a few reviews, a lot of booze. Let's get into the news. There's a lot going on in the bourbon world. Always. It is, of course, uh, National Bourbon Heritage Month. Angel's Envy appoints a new master distiller, Owen Martin. Joe, have you ever heard of Owen Martin? Indeed. Let's go. Absolutely. Uh, Kyle, so Owen Martin is, um, he's the first distiller to step into the position since the co-founder of Angels Envy passed away in 2013. This guy's credentials are incredible, and and let's don't kid ourselves. I mean, he's walking into an amazing distiller, Yeah. Uh, Angels Envy, one of my favorites. Where's yeah. it coming from? You know, he's been, he has been around, so he has... Um, He's coming from Stranahan's Colorado Whiskey. Oh, oh uh, nice. near and dear to Kyle's heart. Yeah. Kyle, you need to call David Court. <laughs> so this guy, this guy knows his stuff. Angel's Envy Good is amazing. Him. It's only going to be better uh, with um, Owen Martin as the master distiller. I'm anxious to get back. He's going to be picking all their specials. I mean, the cast strength, yeah. their specialties. It's all cast coming through him. Is- 
absurd. Uh, they're all their stuff is great. It, it really is. So anxious to get back and try uh, some of his things. Jim Beam. Not only are they increasing production by 50%, but they're saving the planet. They've got a $400 million expansion that they announced today uh, to ramp up bourbon production and also uh, cut down on uh, uh, emissions. It's going to be powered by renewable energy. Nice. Yeah, it's wild about Jeb Beam. Like in the early 80s, they foresaw this boom of small batch bourbons. And so they said, you know what? We're going to preempt that. We're going to come up with four of our small batch bourbons at various proofs and various ages. Knob Creek, mm-hmm. Basil Hayden, Booker's, and Baker's. The problem was 40 years later, that boom finally happened. That's how far ahead they were. So I wonder, you know, again, they're probably once again way ahead of well, the oh, uh, Booker's. If I see Booker's, I get it. Absolutely. Yeah. Period. I just think it's always the product's unbelievable. Like it, it's not easy to get now. But if I see that on a bar, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, I had they, it last night at my buddies. I made them open it. Now they just released their 2022 yeah. third quarter, which I think is called the Pig Scan. Am I wrong, Joe? Do you know? Kyle? I can't remember what. I, I don't know. I haven't picked it up yet. It's waiting for me. I have it. It's all about relationships, folks. Yeah. If you yes. if you have if you have somebody at the liquor store. It's all about relationships, yeah. you know. So I actually have a bottle set back for me right take now. Take care, take care of your local liquor store. That's right. They'll take employee. care of you. Yeah. They'll take care of you. So, Blade and Bow, check this out. Re-releasing their twenty-two-year-old Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Very exciting. Now, if I can get a bottle, yeah. I mean, maybe we'll review it on here. I, but I've got mixed are... emotions because I have a bottle. Oh, of Joe, the original, under, guaranteed Bow. unopened. Not open. Of course. We're going to crack it. All right, next episode, we are cracking the 22-year-old. We need to do an episode of Joe's House where you and I, Ben, just get to decide what's open. And we just, we like put Joe in the corner with duct tape over his mouth. He has no choice. And we just just drink hundreds of thousands of dollars (laughs) in bourbon. No, no, no. We get like two picks each. All right, we don't want to like, we don't kill the guy. There's something really wrong with this, but. You get one veto. Yeah. And we get two picks each. All right. so, so the cool thing about this 22-year-old, it, it's a limited re-release. It celebrates Stitzel Weller Distillery and National Bourbon Heritage Month. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Huge deal. Speaking of big deal, when I saw this, I couldn't believe it. Russell's Reserve announces the debut of an all-new annual limited collection, Russell's Reserve Single Rickhouse. So, look... Which Rickhouse, Joe? I was going to ask you that because I'm going to tell you because I've got it right here. The, I saw that, but go ahead. I have I have the press release, and we are sitting here sipping on the reason why Joe's yes. words are slurred. We're drinking. We're drinking a Russell's Reserve <laughs> private select. We're going to review it in a little while. From although Tyra. I already know Kyle's opinion. He's yeah. got this big grin on his yeah. face. He's had a couple Smiling. glasses. Yeah. Um. So 72 barrels released this year. So this is something we're going to do annually. Uh, it this this year it's the seven story rickhouse Camp Nelson C. Oh, you know that your bourbon heads are gonna love that. That's one of the favorite Camp Nelson warehouses. Uh, but I will say that you know we're gonna review later Tyrone B. Those Tyrone A and B built in eighteen hundreds. To me, that's where my money is. But you know. Good for them. They're I think crushing it. That I mean, they is going to be it. amazing. That's interesting. I don't think anybody else has done that no, concept, no. right? Like this, yeah. you know, single yeah. rickhouse. Single rickhouse. That's cool. Probably I like 14,000 bottles, you know, in that range. Yeah, so. because, I mean, nor- you know, normally single barrel, that's great. But for yeah. the bigger producers, like, you know, 
Let's uh, be single barrels yeah. from all over. So right. I think that's right. actually a really cool idea. So the cool thing about this is aged for over 10 years. It's a non-chilled Ooh, filter yeah. bourbon bottled at 112.4 proof. Nice. And uh, introductory notes of toffee, coconut, vanilla, and a long, silky finish. You know what's interesting about that? And <laughs> no comment. Cal and I were talking about this uh, during one of the breaks in the segment, is that uh, because of how they, uh, while Turkey enters the, uh, you know, uh, the barrel proof, the barrel entry proof into the barrels is relatively low, that 112 that they're going to bottle at is pretty darn close to, if if not, barrel proof. Yeah. I mean, it's unlike others, uh, you know, that, that, that you haven't, you know, maximum allowable. They're they're trying to get right at that one twenty five proof, so they can mm-hmm. these really high proofs coming out. Uh, one twelve is a big number for, you know, for wild turkey. Right. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's exciting. A big number. How many? How much? This. Oh, you said seventy two barrels. So seventy two barrels. Kyle, what would you pay for it? If you want a bottle, what would you pay? Oh, that's a, that's a bad question for me. I'm so picky. <laughs> because I, you know, that's where I've gotten now. It's like there's so much good whiskey available for yeah. less than hundred dollars, right? Yeah, I would pay two hundred bucks for it. All right. Yeah, well, MSRP is two forty nine. I will pay. All right, I'll pay two. I'll tell you what. I'll I will pay three hundred for it. Look at you. Yeah, not that we're ever going to get a bottle, now, but if we ever do, I Ben's going to pay like five hundred for it. <laughs> yeah. Kyle pay two hundred. I'll pay two fifty. Two forty. I'm sorry, two forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, whatever yeah, the no, MSRP. I'll right. pay whatever. I mean, they know I'm a sucker. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get a bottle. So, um, folks, our first guest today is Nadia, a girl tasting whiskey. Hello, Joe, I know you. Hey, Nadia. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for Hello. having me. <laughs> now, Nadia, I know you spent all day at uh, Bardstown, so you doing okay? I am. <laughs> I uh, I had my little power nap, and I'm ready to go again. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. Nadia, you know, we all follow you on Instagram. We were so excited when we found out you were coming to the States. How long have you been here? Uh, I've been here about two weeks. About two weeks, and I know uh, New Orleans, you tried to battle New Orleans, you lost. <laughs> oh, boy, did I lose. That place is wild. Yeah, it is wild. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now we detect an accent. Nadia, where are you from originally? Australia. So I'm from a smaller city in Australia called Adelaide, South Australia. Um, yeah, grew up in South Australia, so I've been there. My whole life. Australia. So what got you into whiskey? What got me into whiskey? Um, <clears throat> well, I've always been into, it sounds really bad, but drinking. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Everybody so, who listens uh, to this podcast does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the story kind of goes, like, I bought this piece of furniture and it had, like, a space where you could keep your records and, like, alcohol and stuff looks like it's a piece of like vintage furniture um anyway i started with gins and rums but i never really i just i'm too lazy to make a drink um and then my husband brought home a bottle of hibiki whiskey and i just got so fascinated by like the history of it and like the fact that you know it's aged in a barrel some whiskeys aged in barrels Mm -hmm. as long as me but like it's wild so yeah it kind of just started there and then it just flourished and yeah now i have a lot of whiskey <laughs> that doesn't fit on my bar <laughs> you, you have a lot of whiskey so you got into it that's a you basically were stash you were stocking your furniture your bar got mm. into it with a bit yeah now, joe lit up when you said habiki yeah joe loved that's one of his favorites it is yeah. oh, oh, they went beautiful. to that age statement and for uh, no age statement unfortunately but 
Yeah, when it was a 12 year, that was, I cut my teeth on that. Oh, so and, good. And I know, uh, and that's so how you started your webpage, your, uh, excuse me, your Instagram 2019. And it didn't take, yeah. take long to get to where you are today. That's really phenomenal. So how'd you make the decision to set up that page? Um, well, I mean, being a millennial, you just do social media and you just post things. And yeah, I did, I, when I first sort of started getting into whiskey as well, I would look on social media or Instagram for, you know, recommendations because obviously it's quite the community. Um, and then I just, yeah, noticed that it was a lot of bottle pictures and things like that, but I thought I like having fun, so I thought, why not get in costumes and do what I do? So, yeah, kind of just, it was sort of a natural evolving thing. I didn't always, yeah, do the that, but yeah. It is a fun account to follow. And, you know, the funny thing about Instagram and especially the bourbon community on Instagram, it's a, it's kind of a close knit community. I mean, they're, they're just. Almost definitely. And so I know that when you came to the States a couple of weeks ago, you came in through Texas and you started meeting yep. other folks, other influencers, if you will, uh, and going to their bars, going to their homes, meeting them in person, having yep. only followed them on Instagram, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's been wild. I can't believe how um, hospitable everyone has been. I feel I'm literally just walking around with a big smile on my face every day <laughs> with all of the things that I'm getting to do just by you know, meeting strangers on the internet, which, you know, growing up, you're, you're <laughs> always told, to do don't ever meet up with someone <laughs> off the internet, but turns out so some people are okay. <laughs> what's been What's been the best part? How long have you been in Kentucky? <clears throat> uh, well, I think it's been like three days, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. So what's been, what have been the highlights so far? Or, you know, what's been the best? It's so hard to choose, but every day is like, a highlight, but last night I stayed in the treehouse, and that was pretty epic. Oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that that's was down cool. at Red River Gorge. Mm-hmm. Nice. And what about yeah. like distilleries? Or are you, you said you were at Bardstown today, which is a pretty incredible property. But what what have you? Uh, what's impressed you so far? Uh, that in itself, like I actually didn't know that mm-hmm. Bardstown, um, like you can go and make your own whiskey there. Oh, um, that's right. Companies do that through them i had no idea about that so it was really interesting learning that it's like a whole amazing setup out there it's so crisp and beautiful um and yeah i'm off to mictors tomorrow i'm so excited to see that i was at buffalo trace yesterday um that was epic as well i love buffalo trace personally so yeah it's all been highlight (laughs) so are there things that are easier to find in the u.s compared to australia um, it's actually been pretty interesting the things that are harder to find here than they are in Australia. Um, Tell and us. Vice versa. Like, <laughs> I've noticed that Buffalo Trace is much easier to get, just like the standard Buffalo Trace. In Australia? In Australia than it oh. is here. That's um, kind of new. We've that's got like, a new uh, hookup. Yeah, She's our like... hookup. Hey, can you overnight <laughs> us some Buffalo Trace? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, the Weller, yeah. Weller one is But our Buffalo Trace is a bit different too, though. So we have – it's – Proof down to forty percent, and our bottle is seven hundred mil, not right. seven fifty. Oh. Right now, see, I thought I, when I think of Australians, I think tough. I thought they would be. I thought it would be like straight from the barrel. Oh be, yeah, we are. You know, fifteen hundred mL. That's literally all it is. So that sucks for us. <laughs> what about do you get uh, like the allocated bourbons? You know, the the higher end Buffalo Trace products or which whichever distillery you want to talk about. Do you guys get any unique product or any that are easier to find over there? From what you've been mm. able to see, 
it was a lot easier. Um, Bourbon Crayers is just obviously blown up, so it's definitely harder and harder. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, her uh, first Instagram post was with, with bottle in hand and equal rare 17. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good start. <laughs> that's a, damn, that's yeah. a damn good start. So, like I said, it was easy. <laughs> wow. So, uh, tell us about New Orleans. <laughs> Your post was, you, you, had a, you had an interesting experience in New Orleans. Tell us what all you did. Um, so, what did I do? It was a very quick <clears throat> trip into New Orleans. I went out on the Friday night and... I had a hurricane, and I think that's where I went wrong. Um, <laughs> that's where you start, yeah. <laughs> and the Irish coffees, oh, my gosh, they are delicious. Um, so, yeah, we, I just spent a bit of time down Bourbon Street and hopped to a few different bars. Um, and then, yeah, I went out and did, like, a gator tour. That was so cool. Um, Very cool. Seeing gators up close. Um it was like torrential rain before we went to go and do the gator tour, though I didn't think that we were going to make it. <laughs> it was <laughs> flash flooding and warnings and stuff. It was wild. Um, and then, yeah, I didn't really have many days there, so pretty much like got some beignets, drank some whiskey in the street and ate them and left. It was a whirlwind trip. Yeah. No, it sounds like – so you, you came in through Texas, and I know you hooked up with some of the Instagram folks in Texas. Uh, yeah. Have you? Did you go to any distilleries there? And what was your what was your favorite? To Still Austin. So it's been really. I've covered a lot of ground in this first two weeks <laughs> yes, of my have. trip. Um, but yes, I haven't factored in a whole heap of distilleries outside of Kentucky. Really, um, it was kind of just like last minute stuff. Um, and as well, I'm a bit of a I'm flying by. I don't even know what the saying is. This, seat of my pants or something yeah, right, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. and I'm just not that organized with the trip um so I didn't want to like commit myself to something if I wasn't going to be there if that makes sense so right. yeah it's kind of been a little bit last minute with the, the first two weeks but this next two weeks are like super booked up oh I bet yeah. I bet so you went from Texas to you went to New Orleans then you went to Florida mm-hmm. and then you went up the coast Yep. Through so it, I, you had to have gone through our state, West Virginia. Yep. You I did? went through Georgia. Yeah. And Georgia. Yep. And then so then into Kentucky, and yep. uh, or Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You went to Tennessee. Yeah. Yep. Did you go to Lynchburg? Yeah, I went to Nashville. Also? That was awesome. Yeah, Lynchburg. Did you go to Jack Daniels or no? Yep. Oh, yeah. Went to Jack see, Daniels. That was right amazing. Yeah. Learned all about the charcoal filtration, which I didn't really know much about um i just assumed it was something that added flavor to the whiskey and didn't look into it as much as i should have and yeah no it actually doesn't do that it's totally not what it does <laughs> yeah so so as you as you've traveled i would imagine you have accumulated a few bottles how in the world are you getting them back to australia good question i haven't thought that far ahead <laughs> getting another suitcase that's gonna be my first protocol step one <laughs> Step one, new suitcase. <laughs> yep. So, hey. I've, yeah, I think you've got like already eight or nine bottles already. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, mm. and you have a couple more weeks left, right? So, or about 10 yep. days so, left. Yeah. Uh, so, I think, uh, who knows how many more I'll get. <laughs> right. So, you went to, and we just had Justin yeah, Sloan on. Bad. Yes, we did. You went to Justin's House of Bourbon. I did. What do you think? 
Um, there was a lot of very interesting bottles there. <laughs> Had a delicious cocktail. I was really, I just popped in. I was actually seeing Jess um, Bourbon Insider at Old Carter. So oh, yeah. just popped in to have a drink, check it out. And, you know, I'd seen heaps about it. So I thought, why not have a little squiz inside? And yeah, I didn't get anything there though. Oh. I did see a 12 year old um 1792 which isn't available in australia but i didn't pull the trigger on that one just yet yeah you can you can occasionally find it here i mean it's yeah yeah Yeah. you know justin's is justin's is the largest vintage whiskey store in the world right i mean they have more everything they have they have it all (laughs) Mm, and they have one in lexington and one in louisville and so when Justin came on last time, he kind of told us about the story of getting the law in Kentucky changed so they could do that. But what is on tap next? So you did Bardstown today. You drank straight from the barrel. I still have not <laughs> drank straight from the barrel. I don't mean to intervene, um, but do you know we, we had a barrel selection set up for today? Yeah. I'm, I'm No kidding. At Lux, at Lux Row. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow. To pick out an Ezra Brooks 115 proof, I called uh, Ben from the road and said, hey, why don't we go up there? We'll bring the equipment to, to Luxco and we'll do the interview live up there But uh, and select a barrel with you while we were at it. And, awesome. uh, but in the end, it had a few late conflicts, so we rescheduled that, yeah. but we would have been there today. So, so the truth is, yeah, you almost picked a barrel with us today. At, yep. uh, but <laughs> but yeah. You know, I actually told Ben, I was going to tell Ben, like, well, hey, you don't need to go. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I will go up there, and a girl tasting whiskey can select a barrel with me. And yeah. Kyle, if he's available, and Ben will just have to suffer from Charleston. Yeah, and, that would have been actually, so cool. We should have What do we... You never even let me know. Yeah, I should have. I think I think Ben basically blocked me. He well, unfortunately, said, you know, I was I was booked, and I thought, "Am I going to let Joe go?" I mean, no way. I booked Nadia. She's coming on to the show. He's going to take her <laughs> and, and let her pick yeah. a barrel of whiskey without me. I, That's not going to happen. Yeah, so I, I would have gotten the pink slip here if I decided to go out there to You're do fired, this barrel Joe. with you. So. But anyways, we were so scheduled. Cool. It's very interesting. And let me tell you one more thing about... Uh, Wait, I think Ben actually asked a question at some <laughs> point. I? Yeah, oh, yeah, there yeah. was a question in there. What? <laughs> <laughs> so the, 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 I think they're going to hit mute on my microphone. <laughs> Cut him off. Pull the plug on Joe. What's next? So you went to Bardstown today. You drank straight for the barrel. I'm jealous. What's next for you? Mictors, which I'm oh, very mixers, excited yes. about. Now, you're going to the Fort Nelson? Yes. Yeah, so um, you get to bottle your own bourbon there yeah i've seen that that would be really cool hopefully i get to do it so i did it in i think it was december i went and they were out of bottles because of the the supply issues in america there's like glass shortages i didn't realize that until i came on this trip and i'm like wow yeah everything's hard to get it it is yeah (laughs) and gas is really expensive and and anyway inflation issues but we i was able to bottle my own we we sweet talked <laughs> we begged basically to be able to bottle our own and they they went in the back and found bring your own bottle i would have i mean i would have yeah, filled up whatever it's a moonshine jug here <laughs> but you're, well, they are run out of bottles they're amazing tomorrow. people you're gonna love this you're yeah. gonna love the fort nelson distillery we do they know you're coming yeah oh yeah. great Good. well then you need to do what ben did sweet talk them yeah into they'll, they'll take only, care of you yeah, they will take care of you. If they know who you are, I'm, they took care of uh, 
the other guy. Well, I walked yeah. in. I said, hey, the, I'm, you know, I'm Ben with, yeah, they took care of Rolex whiskey yeah, because he's got 300,000 followers. Yeah. But I walk in, I'm like, hey, I'm Ben with Bourbon Podcast. They're like, so? <laughs> cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, not at all. They were very nice. They were very accommodating. They let us do, uh, you know, we tried a bunch. We tried the Mictors 20. Uh, so good. Yeah, oh, my gosh. It was phenomenal. Yeah. So you're going to have a great time. And then after Mictors, where, what's on tap? <clears throat> Let me look at my calendar. <laughs> Maybe a whiskey <laughs> row. No, uh, uh, well, I'm doing Bourbon Beyond this weekend. Oh my god! Right. So yeah, so, we're going to talk. Uh, we're yeah. we're talking about that. You get to see. I mean, some of the the you've got Alanis Morissette. Um, yeah. Some big. Uh, which days are you going? I'm going um, Friday and Sunday. So yeah, I'm on a panel on Friday. And then I'm on another panel on Sunday. So I'll be talking with a group of women that are in the industry yeah. on the Friday and then another group of, um, like, influencer type people, I guess. Right, right. I hate so, saying that word, but no, that's, I mean, <laughs> talking about building a collection. So, yeah. So you're not uh, going right. to see Crowded House on Saturday. Sorry, I cut you off. Uh, you're not going to see Crowded House on Saturday? Um. Australian man, right? I see, yeah. 80s, I remember that. So I'm like, I'm just, hopefully I've got enough energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but Chris Stapleton, yeah. Chris Stapleton on Sunday. Oh, we've got to see uh, that one. Friday, you've got Kings of Leon. Yeah. Oh, see that uh, one too. Brandy Carlisle. I mean, this, yeah, some great nice. music and yep. you get to participate in a panel. That's pretty cool. Who else is on the panel yeah. with you, the, the uh, female um, influencers? So we have a few people. Sorry, I'm not great at remembering lots of things. Right. <laughs> and there's Same. been a lot of organizing. That's all right. Next question. So I'm like, uh, who am I seeing here and there? Yeah. We've got Miriam Eves. We've got oh, yeah. um, Jennifer from uh, Rabbit Hole, oh, Linda, okay. and there's one other person, and I'm forgetting someone. Oh! Marin, Marin's right. all over the yeah. place. She's, yeah, she's the stud. No, that'll be cool. So I'm... I bet they stream that live. We'll tune in, we'll tune in live. Yeah. Yep. And check that out. Um, you know, more and more, uh, more and more women are are really getting into the bourbon industry and, and quite frankly, dominating. Uh, you know, you got Jackie who was with Old Forester, and now she's doing her own thing. But there's so yeah. many that are Vaughn and uh, Uncle Nearest. Like she's that's killing right. it. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So no, there's a lot of very yeah, powerful women in bourbon. Yeah. That is yeah. It's most definitely becoming more and more a very, <clears throat> you know, in, inclusive industry, I think. Right. Well, it, it, for sure. And one of the things that you're doing, and honestly, when I when I first, when I followed you on Instagram, you have your own merchandise. And yeah, I do. <laughs> something that was really cool to me, because, look, if I'm going to a place where there's there's no bourbon, if it's like a wine only or a beer only, and I'm not against beer. I'm not against wine. But if there's no bourbon, I'm going to sneak a flask in. Right? Well, that and, was the idea. And my wife gets <laughs> mad at me, but I do not care. I'm sneaking a flask in. You actually <laughs> yep. have, uh, it's called the Sneaky Bundle. Tell us, what what is the Sneaky Bundle? <clears throat> so the idea obviously came from being able to like carry your own little whiskey on your adventures or sneak it in if you go to a I don't know, football game or something. Um, and yeah, it just is a crew neck jumper and then it has a customized pocket that fits the sneaky flask, um, very snug, perfectly under the arm. So it's a bit hidden, can't see it when you're just like walking around. Um, 
Yeah. Nice. Well done. Yeah. So she has this yeah. great crew. It's like a crew, uh, not a hoodie, but a sweatshirt. And then a fl- basically a flask, like flask this cool pocket. flask that that's, is in a... Yeah. Did you smuggle that into America? I want to know. <laughs> what was in your I flask? smuggled a few in for a few people that have looked after me on my stay. So hopefully they get to use it. It's a bit hot at the moment, so no one's wearing it. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's really it's 100% cotton so it was really important to me that the merchandise was really good quality and that's some feedback that I've had so far like it's super comfortable it's good quality mm-hmm. and yeah that it's I'm happy that's the feedback I'm getting yeah. no I mean it looks very cool and it, and I have seen some of the reviews the reviews are great if you want to check this out it's the sneaky bundle so she has a she has a sweatshirt she has the flask that goes with it it hides into a little pocket and you go to her website a girl tasting whiskey that's whiskey the products are available you can buy although i did see that she's not shipping until so august 24th through october 1st there's no shipping because she's in america what do you expect i'm here i can't ship it that's right i don't have enough staff maybe one day i'll have to have staff and then i can ship whenever i would imagine by the time your tour is over you'll be hiring staff to ship these so i hope so that'd be cool nadia thank you so much for coming on folks check her out a girl tasting whiskey on instagram go to her website order the gear It'll be shipped after October 1st. <laughs> a girl tasting whiskey.com. Nadia, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks. Nadia. Oh, thanks for the plug. That was great. Thank right. you so much. For having you know, me. you're three hours away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're three hours away. We're in Charleston, West Virginia right now. Yeah. Um, not far. None of us are capable of driving at yeah. the moment. Yeah, that's no. Yeah, yeah. I think my chauffeur has driven me enough. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it. You might Thank you. divorce me if I make him drive any further. <laughs> Thanks so much, Nadia. Thanks, Nadia. Take care. Thanks, guys. That was great. I mean, she is – what a deal, right? I mean, you just got to love the new world we're in. Like, you create an account two, three years ago. Three years ago. She's now here doing several weeks in the U.S., I assume, you know, it's probably a good deal for her from a business perspective. Right. Like, it's amazing. Well, and, and the other thing is it's about, it's the community. Yep. So she gets to travel here to America. She meets people for the first time that she's only met on Instagram or social media. And she's an influencer. I mean, she's going to, she's, you know, doing these conferences now. People want to hear. <laughs> that's a big time panel. It, yeah. it is a big time. Marianne Eves is like one of the biggest names and, in whiskey. I mean, I, it's like, right. yeah, that's a big time. But and, she's earned her way on it, man. Yeah, she's, she's, absolutely. She's and done. 25,000 followers in three short years. Right. It's I mean. really significant. And, um, you know, very interesting because, again, her background starts with the no age statement whiskey. And today she's sitting on a panel right. tomorrow in Kentucky with some of the premier no whiskey tasting. Yeah, in 36 months or whatever. That's yeah. incredible. Unbelievable. Check her out. Nadia, a girl tasting whiskey. Uh, get her on Instagram and log in. You can check out her website. She has a lot of really cool merchandise. It's a little news, a few reviews, a lot of booze. So we've been drinking a lot of booze, and now it's time for a, Let's do a review. review. Let's do a review. Let's go. Joe brought us a bottle today, Russell's Reserve. This is a, this is a private barrel select. Yep. Tell us about it. So uh, June 1st, 2022, we had a group of us uh, from Appalachia Borough Select uh, went out to Wild Turkey 
This is a real special bottle. It's going to be, uh, it was one that was selected from Tyrone, Warehouse Tyrone B. And for you fans out there of Wild Turkey, Tyrone B uh, was built in 1896, one of the oldest warehouses. What was interesting was uh, that Eddie Russell's son actually conducted this uh, selection no for kid. us. Oh, that's a oh, big wow. deal. Isn't Very that cool? cool? Yeah. So, you know, we appropriately named this I Am Tyrone after Tyrone B. And um, <laughs> this particular bourbon we're going to drink tonight is uh, uh, Floor 3, and um, it's aged for a uh, little over, it's almost nine years, eight years and nine months. It's a sweet spot, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, it, one of the things about the Russell Reserve and how it's, uh, it's aged, it's aged much different than many other of your, your favorite bourbons in that the barrel entry proof is much lower, and so therefore your one, in this case, 110 proof is very close to, to barrel proof. The mash bill on it, um, for those of you who are interested in that, 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley, which means that we should pick up a lot of, you know, vanilla and caramel. But because we've got 25% rye and malted barley, we should need to be looking for the spice and fl sweet fruit flavors. Um, it's non-chill filtered, another important fact for many people here. And so at this juncture, I think, you know, about six of us went out, picked this thing out. Eddie, you know, Eddie Russell's uh, son did a great job allowing us to rifle through about a dozen barrels in Tyrone. And we are the first to try the very first bottle. It hasn't been released yet to the club. So. Joe, I mean, going through a dozen barrels... I've only picked one barrel in my life, and we only, what did we do? Three or four at Buffalo Trace? Pretty it, much, yep. And I could hardly stand <laughs> at the end of it. How do you go through a dozen barrels? Small, small taste. Yeah, you, uh, you have a designated driver <laughs> who happens to be the liquor store that sponsors you, who happens to not drink. <laughs> it's, perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect situation. <laughs> no, I, you know, the first thing when we were yeah. sitting here looking at each other, it's like the, the, as a reformed engineer, the viscosity, the legs on this, as you yeah. might say in the wine world, like it's, it's thick and you taste that way. You get that creaminess that I yeah. think is, that's what, to me, that's what makes it special. It's high enough proof. I mean, I love higher proof whiskey. I do too. But it's it's not like overly hot, phenomenal flavor, and it's like the creaminess, the depth, yeah. the richness of the whiskey is yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I think the initial flavors, are, they are bursting of like vanilla and caramel, um, and what I find it's interesting is you get like the some of that uh, dark fruit, yeah, and sure. some of the spice coming from the rye and the and the malt and. I get this weird kind of honey at the end sometimes too. And um, it's, to me, I mean, the initial flavors are fantastic. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we were talking a little bit off air. You know, this is going to be whatever it's going to cost for people to have access to it. Not everybody can yeah. get access to it. But this is what's so interesting to me right now about bourbon is private barrels, right? Because this is, you know, this is one of, one of you know, a select few wild turkey barrels that are available. Yep phenomenal distillers been around forever and it's going to be less than a hundred dollars for people who have yep. access and you see stuff come out and even you know the, the, the kind of yep. rare releases hundreds of dollars thousands of dollars and many of them are fantastic but if you can get your hands on yep. this type of a bottle this is amazing whiskey yeah it will clock in at probably 59 dollars and 99 cents a bottle for our kind of apple barrel select members uh 
and and it drinks like a two hundred dollar bottle. It's really unbelievable. It just has that, that all the things you're looking for in a whiskey. And that's where you know in the new segment we were talking about the new Russell's Reserve single Rickhouse, which yeah. I've got to get a bottle. I mean, I don't, single Rickhouse. You can't probably, help yourself. Yeah, don't tell my wife. Yourself. I'm probably going to take out a second on the house, but <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get a bottle. But I wonder how that's going to compare to this. I mean, that's 112 proof. You know, this is a phenomenal yeah. bottle. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have the palate that you guys have. I mean, no, Kyle's been yeah, doing this a lot longer than I have. I Joe, certainly you have. My but my palate's I, like yes or no. That's yeah. My, well, <laughs> and that's that's mine too. When I drink this, I say yes. When I have Russell's Reserve thirteen, yes. Even even the Russell's Reserve ten off the shelf. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So how was this going to stack up to the new single Rickhouse? That's what I need to know. Yeah, I think it's going to stack up really well. I think that Tyrone B Warehouse. If you were in there. Uh, and you had the opportunity. I mean, literally, there were 50 barrels on the floor that the uh, master distiller had handpicked. And it was basically like, how many of these do you want to try? And how do you want to go about this to pick out your barrel? And it was uh, it was unbelievable, like going through there and um, be able to taste that right at barrel proof, which is pretty close to what we're drinking right now. Um, I think, again, single Rickhouse Tyrone B, 110 proof, the like as Kyle was saying, the viscosity is incredible. Yeah. Producing these great creamy, creamy notes. So I think we're very lucky to have this one. Um, but you know what we should do? We'll, let's take a thirteen. Let's take yeah. that new single. Let's take the Rick House. Yeah. Um, you guys do can side by side. Yeah, you can um, do a blind. Yeah, you can do a masking tape and put me in the corner and steal my bottles and open them up and then we'll yeah. see how they taste. <laughs> Buddy, it's gonna be fun. I t- but I mean, really, that is. I mean, with people getting into whiskey now, that's kind of my advice. Is like, hey, listen, it's fun to chase the unicorn yeah. bottles, whatever. But go into whatever liquor store, especially in the bigger cities, and ask the folks working, like, hey, what are your best private barrels? Because you know, it's the the big boys usually have three, five, ten private barrels. Like, what are your favorites? Yeah. And they're inevitably less than a hundred bucks and uh, you get always. some yeah. great whiskey, always. right? Yeah. You know, when I go to Justin's and they have pretty much private barrels of everything. How many all together did he do again? But, but even then, like I mean, and, this and year? they're, and they're yeah. great, but yeah, 250 barrels wow. they picked, but going in and picking it yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the experience. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like, yeah. you know, I, I enjoy, I love, the chase of yeah. trying to get a good barrel, a Russell's 13, which you can't get. I have to go and beg to try to get one or some of the others, but it's, it's about the experience of picking the barrel, which I've only done once so far, uh, two by the end of the year. And actually having that, that camaraderie and, you know, getting that bottle, yep. you know, you picked it and it just tastes better. This Russell's, I mean, if you think about it, You've got, you know, Eddie's son, you know, you're basically telling him, let's try 10 different barrels. How would you go about this? And he's basically walking down this long aisle in Tyrone B, randomly picking barrels he thinks would look very interesting. So there's two steps, right? Like uh, you can you can go to a number of places and ask for their private selections. The question is, is it where they are on site picking it out? Right. Yeah, that's but right. we went through 10 barrels and this was the, the honey barrel, right? Like we knew, we knew the six of us were like, this, this is a prize barrel. So it's got the two-step process. One, you know, it qualified for a superior barrel by the master distillers pulled aside for the private selection process. Two, you're picking the best of that best barrel. 
you know, and in this case, there were, it was just an infinite number of choices. And um, so we were, we were very confident, very happy about this one, the way it came out. Well, and I do think, I mean, again, my palate yeah. is kind of a simple yes, no, but I do, when I've tasted for barrels, there that you get that honey barrel that's yeah. like oh that's the one i just like that's right. it forget right. about tasting notes or anything else like that's it and i yeah this is this is certainly Folks, fantastic this uh russell's reserve private barrel uh it was distilled october 30 2013 it was dumped july 18 2022 this is phenomenal this is phenomenal I, yeah uh warehouse b floor three appalachian barrel select mm. i'm tyrone and this bottle will be empty between the three of us <laughs> probably in the next like 12 minutes well we popped it about an hour ago yeah. and uh yeah. honestly we're yeah we're begging for the last pour so <laughs> it's all good let's crush this everybody you've heard of bourbon that's aged in rum you've heard of bourbon that's aged in wine casks what about beer that's aged in bourbon barrels so, and and made to be a cocktail. And not just any bourbon barrel, Kyle. We've got beer that is aged in smooth ambler. West Virginia, baby. Let's go. I am so excited to have Bill here with Greenbrier Valley Distributing Brewing. Brewing. And we're going to talk about this whiskey sour. Tell us about it. Tell us a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's a it's a, a our base go, gosa that is uh, aged uh, approximately two months to three months in uh, smooth ambler, old scout, scout barrels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it moves into our um, bright tank, which is where we put in uh, a little bit of trade secrets to the go. So, and uh, Secrets, well, f- you're not getting them, folks. That's the, right. The, but the, we're the, getting the, them right the, now. The finished product comes out uh tasting a tremendous amount like a whiskey sour okay now this is a true story i go down and i'm at the i'm at the distiller i'm at uh, greenbrier valley brewing and i taste this for the very first time and i was blown away i came back to all the local bar owners and i said guys if you don't have this on your menu if you don't order this yeah you're losing out i mean and and it's it's such a limited production bill how many how many of these are you doing this is our second three and a half barrel batch of it, and uh, <laughs> we are we're now doing a whole series on it. Um, and I've also brought a little bit of uh, our mint julep uh, goes, uh, with me as well yeah. for us to try afterwards. The mint julep, yeah, yeah I like that. And, and um, I think the old fashioned is going to be finished up in a, a week. Uh, yeah. Greenbrier Valley Brewing is famous for what, Joe? Devil's Ants. Devil's Ants. Devil's Ants, man. So Devil's you go into a store, and if you're in West Virginia, if you know about Happy McCoy's, Devil's Ants is the beer to have. I mean, people are, it's yeah. it's actually tough to find. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it, so many people want it. And then, so Greenbrier Valley Brewing did Devil's Ants, and now they're doing uh, this whiskey sour, which I'm telling you, yeah, it is, I've told Joe this, I've told Kyle, it is my favorite beer. And this is not beer podcast. Yeah. This is whiskey podcast. <laughs> but because it's aged in smooth ambler, we're qualifying. We're like we'll, we are, we'll accept. Right. We're there. <laughs> yeah, we'll accept. It's kind of wild because you get the, you know, you, you, we're here drinking whiskey, and um, you get oak on the nose. You get the sour and the oak. Yeah, the sour is nice. And um, Bill, what's the alcohol profile on this? It's a, a seven point two. So it, it's not a light. It's this is more of a, a cocktail beer. 
but it's a it's a strong it's a strong beer. This will not surprise it, anybody who knows that I enjoy higher proof bourbons. Right. That's how I'm with beer too. I'm like I want like seven eight yeah, yeah. percent. That's kind of this is dangerous. I can't actually taste the alcohol in it. Well, no, I'm in big trouble. It's yeah. phenomenal. We'll talk about that. It later. is phenomenal. Yeah. Well, you just did have Russell's, so it's. Yes. That's true. There's something there. Yeah, then... you, you go from what one ten to to seven point two. It's, it's, a, it's a, little, a little different. Correct. Um, so we got to try the uh, the mint julep too, right? Oh yes, yeah, we do. And so let's no, we let's pour it. Let's do it live. Yeah. Okay. Let's Finish clean that. The glasses and then I'm, out. I'm pouring the mint julep. Hey, right Bill, now. tell us Am about I? the uh, mint julep. Like the whole concept of a mint julep ale, it's aged again in smooth amber. Smooth amber, correct? and it's still with the base gosa, our base gosa for this particular brew. Okay. Um, but then it has a different uh, finishing recipe. So, Bill, how, I mean, how are you getting all these smooth ambler barrels? What are you, right across the street? Yes, <laughs> I, I actually am. So, if you got a smooth ambler, you walk across the street, and there's. Literally walk across the street. So, the last time I was there. Valley. I went and I drank some of the best beer I've ever had in my entire life, and then I walk across the street, and I'm at Smooth Ambler. Yeah, I mean, what a <laughs> what a great perfect. That's a vacation, Joe. It is. That's what I'm talking about, Kyle. It is. Next time we go down to yeah. Greenbrier County, we're yeah. going to both. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. I mean, I, yeah, I'm so happy as a somewhat now native West Virginia to have Smooth Ambler and Greenbrier Valley. You know, very close to where we all live and in our state. It's incredible. Brother, you marry a West Virginia girl. You are a West Virginia I'm native. here, buddy. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the mint julep. Oh, my gosh. The oh, mint. Are you the kidding me? The mint, baby. Oh, that's Bill, tasty. tell us about the mint. It's all locally fresh-picked mint uh, that it, we added into it. Um, so that hopefully comes out pretty good. Oh and it's, oh, you can, I can get it on the nose. You can get it on the taste. Well, here's what I like. You know, I, I do enjoy mint julep. Mint julep, a bad mint julep is always too sweet. This is not sweet at all, right? Nope. And but I like that's what's fantastic. It's like you get the mint and you get the you oak, get the sour you, without. You got well, exactly what you, we're aiming for. Yeah, and Kyle, you get the oak. Like, yes, it's like what you want. You know, maybe maybe the trick to a uh, mint julep is to add a couple splashes of like liquid smoke or something because Indeed, this is possible. good. Bill, what's the alcohol profile in this one? This is also 7.2. Damn. Again, it's we're coming off the spot. same... Ba- I'm in trouble. Yeah. Being aged in barrels, it could vary just slightly, but it, whenever <laughs> yeah. we've tested it, it is generally right at that 7.2, give or take a half point, half, uh, 0.05%. Yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect. Folks, don't walk. Run. Yeah. Greenbrier Valley uh, Brewing, yeah. the creator of Devil's Ants, All and now time. they've got... Yeah. These incredible, incredible yeah. bourbon-aged beer. Yeah, ales. And if uh, come to the brewery because you've got at least a dozen of these always on tap. Yes. Live music, food, and across the street, amazing smooth smooth amber bourbon. Yeah. So you can't you can't go wrong. It's the place you want to be. Come yeah, to West Virginia. Virginia. If Everybody. you're in West Virginia, make sure you check them out. Bill, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Thank buddy. you for having me. Thanks, Bill. <laughs>
Behind all the fear in the... 